0: Is it Wednesday again already?
1: It's Wednesday! This is Amy.
0: And Lexi.
1: And this is Confessions of Retail, all the tea. Welcome, Welcome back, back to the, the Shit show. show! We're at your house.
0: We're at my house, Amy. <laughs> Can you hear? There's already some eyes going by. <laughs> <laughs>
1: What a place to live for somebody that needs a quiet room. <laughs>
0: you know, you might have a point here. I'm hoping that these curtains that I got will change some of that for us.
1: Maybe some blackout curtains, they might I cancel do. out a bit of noise. They're up
0: there. They're 100% blackout, which is bullshit cuz there's two in the living room and light clearly still gets in. <laughs> I don't know if they know what 100% means, but they're called Eclipse. They're really nice. I like them a lot. I just don't know how big my fucking window is.
1: <laughs> you, you know, at my house we have we just have blinds, but they're like really really good at like blocking out the sun. They
0: are. They're like a really I don't even know they're what like, to call
1: them. They look like paper like cloth or whatever in a form or another <laughs> or another. <laughs> and they're like double sided, I don't know. <laughs> Anyway, it's been a- quite a week.
0: It sure has. I've barely been able to keep track of the days.
1: I know, right? It's, it's, yeah. It's been a week. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I got. <laughs>
0: well, we're here now. We are. It's episode 18. It is. Holy shit, right?
1: 18. That was a good, that was a good year when I was 18.
0: Do you know what I was doing at 18? 18. Were you incarcerated? <laughs> I was not actually, but I was already busy being a mother. Yeah. Yeah. I uh I started life a little quick.
1: I'll never forget when he was a baby how freaking big his head was. There's <laughs> the rest of his body. I just remember going out to eat once at Olive Garden. I remember and this. his head is just so big and he's just like looking at you like this
0: (laughs) he did have a big ass head i know barely hold it
1: up (laughs) he's grown into it a bit
0: but it's he's still got a big head he really does um i remember at his four-month checkup he got his like brain, his like head circumference, yeah. and she was like, "Wow, he's got a big head. He's like he's he like at the ninety four percentile." And <laughs> <She laughs> like wow, she goes, "Can I measure yours?" And I was like, "Go <laughs> ahead." She measured mine and his grandma, and she was like, "Wow, <laughs> you guys got a bunch of big heads.
1: <laughs> they hold my big brain. Thanks, thanks." i'm a genius i know wow (laughs) she's like i need you guys in for some studies
0: (laughs) she's probably like do we need to do a scan
1: should i be concerned uh, anyway
0: oh that's funny shit well amy yeah how how goes the store how you doing Are you still staying afloat over there?
1: Yeah, but, okay. Look.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I wasn't trying to laugh. I just know when you're about to start spilling that (laughs) cup.
1: (laughs) Employees. If you are scheduled to work, you have to show up for your scheduled shift or find somebody To work it for you. You don't just get to decide. Half an hour before you're supposed to be at work. That. Oh can somebody cover my shift. And then everybody says no. They all have prior obligations. You don't get to still not come. Other people got lives. Like that's what you're hired for.
0: Right. Like if you don't want the job. Don't keep it. Quit. Don't just like bail because you didn't plan accordingly I don't know that one bothers me
1: I understand things happen you know but not this person (laughs) that's all I'm gonna say I've already dealt with too much and I'm done (laughs) that's all that I can spill for you guys
0: fuck half ass employees basically thank you Mm. <laughs> I remember back when I worked at that one sandwich place.
1: Um You were an artist of sorts.
0: I was. <laughs> it's <was> fabulous. <laughs> I was on point with those subs. Um I had to do interviews and I did like three or four and I remember I was doing one interview with this guy, and I'm like, so what makes you interested in this job? And he goes I don't know
1: <laughs> like
0: scrolling on his phone.
1: I'm like Seriously okay. scrolling on his phone during an interview?
0: It's like okay, uh we'll we'll keep in touch if we're interested <laughs> <laughs> Shortest interview of my life. Yeah. Like, come on, are you really gonna just fucking not even try?
1: I had this girl come in once. She's like hey, I'm, I, I'm looking for this, and I tell her that we don't have it, and so she continues to go and walk around the store, and she's in there with, like, a, a boy. I don't know who he is to her, but anyway, she's there with him, and, and he goes, well, what are you doing? And she said, well, I'm looking for this, and he was like, well, she already told you that they don't have it here, and so then she's like, well, I highly doubt that one person knows exactly where everything is located in this place. And if she's not going to be helpful, then I guess I'll do it myself. <laughs> and it's not a big store. I fucking heard her. Like, I'm like 15 feet away from her. <laughs> And I looked over her, and I was like, actually, I'm the store manager, and it's quite literally my job to know where everything is in this store and put it where it is. (laughs) I was like, I already told you that we don't have it, but if you want to go ahead and waste your time, then go right ahead. (laughs) And she did walk around for about another 40 minutes before she finally tried to sneak out while I wasn't looking. Because she didn't find what she was looking for, and then comes back three, four days later, maybe a week, asking for an application.
0: <laughs> hey, yeah, I know I talked shit in your store the other day, but y'all hiring? <laughs> we skipped a few steps there. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> Oh my goodness! Yeah. All right.
1: Anyway, so Lexi, have you uh, been out into the public much lately? I've been trying
0: to uh, not do too much. I do go out to our local little strip mall I've got across the street from me, which is nice.
1: It is. <laughs> yeah, you do. You have a whole little strip here. It's Taco Bell. I literally have
0: Taco Bell across the street from me. <laughs> dangerous, but it's awesome. Um, And they aren't a shitty Taco Bell. So, you know, that's, like, extra awesome. <laughs> You're like, yes. <laughs> Alright, so I went to a uh, dollar store the other day.
1: <laughs> might have trees of sorts.
0: <laughs> and it wasn't the local one. Right, it was in another town I had a birthday to go to.
1: Uh-huh.
0: So, I had to do some last minute stuff for the birthday party. And so I stopped there and I go in and as I'm going in, there's a lady sitting on the bench smoking a cigarette and she's like, this bitch, if she don't chill the fuck out, I'm just going to walk out. I can't handle this. And I, what I think was the manager was like, I understand it's stressful, but remember where you are. Right. You're at work. (laughs) Right. So then I like, I'm like, I hear it. I just, keep going to the store i'm not even "Eh." i'm not even trying to involve myself in none of this so
1: but i'm gonna keep an ear well i mean
0: (laughs) i hear what i hear i can't take it back so i go in and this other employee is at the register ringing people up with a line full talking all this shit dude like all this shit she's like all they fucking do is sit, smoke cigarettes all day outside and none of them can do their jobs and here I am stuck doing every fucking thing like cussing and stuff and <laughs> like, while she's ringing up people to the customers and this oh. lady's like ma'am I'm sorry I'm just trying to get through my transaction like <laughs> I
1: just want you to ring up my stuff so I can go she's like <laughs>
0: I um I played a bit of the devil's advocate. <laughs> did I didn't do? I didn't stir the pot, but I did give both sides of this argument our card. <laughs> <laughs> so now we wait. We'll see what seeds I've sown.
1: <laughs> if uh if you met Lexi at a Dollar Tree recently, welcome. <laughs> <laughs> hey guys. <laughs> And we would love to hear both of your sides. (laughs) (laughs) Who is smoking cigarettes outside all the time? (laughs) I don't
0: think that they were all the time. I think that it was just an inconvenient time for her.
1: Which, uh, as a non-smoker, I always hated how often smokers gotta go out and take smoke breaks, but I I, I still got my only 15-minute break. I was like... I almost want to tell people that I'm a smoker so that way I can go out and take more
0: breaks. (laughs) Hey, when's my smoke break? Alright, go take ten minutes. Somebody else walks by and they're like, what are you doing? Oh, I'm on my smoke break. You don't smoke.
1: I know. (laughs) Or like they don't know that I don't smoke so then they ask me for a cigarette and I'm like, I don't have any. (laughs) That's funny. Anyway.
0: I never thought about that.
1: So, I went to the Mart of Wall yesterday. Oh, fun stuff. And um, this little girl was ringing up this older gentleman. Not old, but older than me. (laughs) Probably his late 40s, early 50s. um, And his, I'm assuming, daughter, she looked to be about 10 or so. And the cashier, she she's so cute. She's she's a little mousy little thing. She's there like every time that I'm there, and she's just so sweet. And um, so she, you know, they have masks on, and she asks them, "Hi, how are you?" And they didn't say anything. But, and she said mm-hmm. she said it kind of quietly. So then she she spoke up, thinking maybe they didn't hear her through the mask and whatnot. So she's like. How are you guys? Did you find everything okay? Again, they didn't, he didn't fucking say a word to her. Like, he's staring at her. He didn't say anything. So I looked over at her and I was like, I'm doing great. How are you? (laughs) and so like I could see her eyes she was like oh fine thank you (laughs) you know and so she was like oh I'm doing good it's a really nice day outside and we were just talking and so she talked to me the entire time that she was ringing them up and he was just ignoring her and then as soon as they left I like as they're walking off I loudly go that was kind of rude wasn't it (laughs) (laughs) And she was like, "Yeah, but it happens a lot around here." And I was like, "Don't I know it?"
0: <laughs> that would have been a good time for a card.
1: Yeah, but um, she's not our. She's really, really nice.
0: I understand that you, mean by that. <laughs> <laughs> you gave me the she's, Christian eyes. She's
1: too nice. <laughs> You're
0: like she is too nice for this <laughs> podcast. Like. <laughs> 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 i don't want to ruin her Uh, yeah
1: (laughs) she's very nice (laughs) like just so sweet (laughs) anyway so uh before we go to uh in the news we got a review that i wanted to read on pod this one was on our facebook page it comes from i really hope that i say this right i'm so sorry Kirsten, Kirsten, I don't know. It's definitely not Kristen. (laughs) Kirsten,
0: it could be Kirsten.
1: I don't know. (laughs) Anyway,
0: sorry if we get your name wrong.
1: We love love you all the same. (laughs) Yep, (laughs) I can't read. (laughs) Uh, She writes, "This podcast is my favorite." Which I know that she's English, by the way that she wrote "favorite," so think <laughs> like she's from England. <laughs> um, they they laugh so much about stupid situations that you think would never happen to you. <laughs> <laughs> if you need a laugh, whether you're in living in lockdown or need something new, and then she said, "Please never stop making these with the hearts."
0: Oh. <laughs> We're going to try our best to never stop, never stopping.
1: <laughs> so, thank you so much for leaving that review. And anybody else that leaves us reviews, we'll read them on the podcast too. On pod. On
0: pod. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, is it in the news time then?
1: It is in the news time. We all know people can be wild.
0: Yes, even in public.
1: Sometimes. Things get so wild, they make the news. Hey, here's some news articles we found. So what is your news article, Lexi?
0: Alright, so, mine comes from uh, CNBC. Bankrupt JCPenney. I know, if you haven't recently heard, they did file for bankruptcy officially. Yeah, I, I did, I did. Um... Well, bankrupt JC Penney plans to spin its properties into separate real estate company.
1: Oh yeah. Interesting.
0: Um, a piece of JC Penney's proposal to emerge from bankruptcy includes spinning its real estate into a publicly traded real estate investment trust. As a part of a plan filed with the bankruptcy court, Penny would reorganize into a new retailer, JCP.
1: JCP. <laughs>
0: And they basically collect rent checks from that retail business. Okay, so basically, they're flipping the game. So they're
1: claiming bankruptcy, and then they're going to lease out their stores to themselves. Not nah, well
0: to JCP. <laughs> it says into a new retailer
1: JCP. <laughs> Smart.
0: H- hasn't it already <laughs> been like that for a while? Like, it says it on their bags. <laughs> <sighs> Weighed down by a heavy debt load of more than $4 billion and hit hard by the coronavirus pandemic, Penny filed for Chapter 11 bankruptcy protection Friday evening. Uh, some are now questioning if the department store chain, which has been around for more than a century, should still operate. It has been stuck in a sales slump for years. And the department store industry as a whole has also been on the demise, with people shifting their spending away from the mall. Uh, When Penny filed, it still operated roughly 850 locations at malls across the country. Here's one for you. It says, This would not be the first time a struggling department store operator has uh, relied on its real estate value to come up with uh, liquidity.
1: Yeah, we'll go with that. Liquidity. I don't think that's how that's said. Well that's what we're going with. <laughs>
0: uh Sears in <laughs> two thousand fifteen spun off roughly two hundred and fifty properties to form um the Reit. <laughs> I don't even know what that is. Basically they sort they sold properties to uh be rentals. All right. Rental retail stores. I don't know. <laughs> Sounds familiar, huh? Yeah. It does. <clears throat> Some kind of new game we're playing here. (laughs) It says, because of the COVID-19 crisis, Penny's year-over-year net sales tanked by roughly 88%. And the brick-and-mortar sales dropped to almost zero. Well, that makes sense.
1: Uh, Yeah, because nobody can go to brick-and-mortar stores when they're closed. (laughs) Right. (laughs) But, uh, to be fair. To be fair. To be fair. um, (laughs) JCPenney's hasn't been, like, the go-to place in quite some time. I know, right? I mean, I remember back when I was in, like, middle school, JCPenney's was kind of, like, the cool place to
0: go. It was a bigger place than it is nowadays. Right. For sure.
1: But Hmm. there's just too many other things out there. JCPenney's has just kind of outdated itself at this point.
0: So it says that, uh... As of the bankruptcy filing, seven Penny stores were operating curbside pickup, and 41 were fully open for business again. All of Penny's shops have been temporarily shut to try to help curb the spread of the COVID-19 virus since March 18th.
1: Oh, the I forgot that J.C. Penny has like salons, you know, like the the old people salons. <laughs>
0: I guess I didn't even know that they had salons.
1: (laughs) I have an ex that, uh, his, his grandma, she was the sweetest little lady. She, 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 uh, she smoked like Virginia Slims and (laughs) it was like her house, there was just always coffee, you know, and, and she, she got this like almost kind of a bouffant but like all of her hair is up and, and she she would go to penny's every week for them to do her hair <laughs> 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 it's just it was so funny she was so cute <laughs> i didn't i was like hey, jc penny does hair my my ex he was like mm, you know like only old ladies go there <laughs> oh man
0: well we might be seeing the end of days for them, I don't know, yeah. they're trying to flip it.
1: Uh, we'll see what they do.
0: I know, right? <laughs> All right, Amy, what's your article?
1: So, last week, I read that article about Kroger getting rid of their hero bonus. And yeah, And kind of laid into him a bit. Um, so, this is another article about Kroger. Um, it comes from ABC6. Kroger announces $130 million thank you pay for Associates. So, Kroger has announced it will provide a special thank you pay to hourly frontline grocery, supply chain, manufacturing, pharmacy, and all call center associates for their dedication to maintain safe, clean, and stocked stores during the COVID pandemic.
0: So, they're turning this around right now?
1: They're, yeah. That's what it sounds like. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Our huh? associates
1: have been instrumental in feeding America while also helping to flatten the curve during the initial phases of the pandemic. To recognize and thank our associates for their incredible work during this historic time, we offered special pay in March, April, and May. Talking about the hero bonus. So this $130 million thank you pay bookends and appreciation pay first provided to the frontline workers for their efforts. The one-time thank you pay which will be $400 for qualified full-time associates and $200 for qualified part-time associates. They'll get paid out in two install- installments in May and June. Hmm. So, they're getting rid of the hero pay bonus, two hourly bonus, but they're giving them like little cash bonuses still here and there yeah yeah
0: so it's that's that's still a win yeah that's good
1: yeah I, I i you know okay, so here's the thing, like I do all of my grocery shopping at kroger i i pr- i prefer Kroger over Walmart for sure, but we only have two places in town that I can go to get groceries and yep. or like essentials, and that's Kroger or Walmart, and I get all my groceries that I can at Kroger and then anything else that I go to Walmart But I I definitely prefer Kroger, and it seems like they treat their employees better than Walmart, because I used to work for Walmart, and I know how they treat their employees. Yeah. (laughs) So I was almost disappointed in Kroger when I read that article last week, but this was a bit of a a step in the right direction. Yeah,
0: it's definitely a good step. Oh, well, is that in the news then?
1: We're all done. All right. Now we're going to shuffle our way over.
0: Movie reviews.
1: Movie reviews.
0: Hell yeah. <laughs> Pan right. Amy steps in. Q singing.
1: Movie, movie, movie reviews.
0: And here's what we think about shit we watched.
1: Yeah. Oh, Amy, what's your first movie? Call of the Wild. Oh, how was it? It was fantastic. Um, we went and seen it in theaters like quite literally right before the entire world shut down <laughs> i remember <that. laughs> we took our 7 year old to go and see it my my husband loves call of the wild um the book and 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 he was just like super excited and i was like i bet that this is something that our our oldest would love to go and see and so we went and seen it together um our seven year old, she's a little bit of a sweetheart, like a little bit super softy.
0: Oh my gosh, she will melt your heart in like <laughs> two seconds flat. She's just,
1: like, <laughs> she's just such a softy, right? And the movie, there was a couple of intense scenes that she was like, "I don't like this," <laughs> but uh, it was a really great movie, and uh, Harrison Ford was fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> I like. I it. feel
0: like he was such a good call for that role. As yes, soon as I, soon as I saw the trailers, so I was like,
1: fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it had Dan Stevens in it, too. He played like this super douchebag. <laughs> 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 I love him, too. I mean, because Downton Abbey and oh, of course he was Beast in Beauty and the Beast, the, the live action. Mm hmm.
0: I did not know his name, actually. Yeah. (laughs) It's what?
1: Dan Stevens.
0: Dan Stevens.
1: He was cousin Matthew in Downton Abbey.
0: I I don't know Downton Abbey. You should watch it. Oh my god, you look like a crackhead right now. (laughs) Settle the fuck down, Amy. (laughs) I'm just saying. You should watch it. You watch it. (laughs) Just eat, sleep, and breathe in all the British humor and dry wit and all of it.
1: It's fantastic. I'm not even kidding. I didn't want to watch it for the longest time because I was like, this is probably going to be the most boring show ever. Because it's a PBS show. (laughs) I was like, I'm I'm still sold on that same opinion. Look, I was too, but it is not. (laughs) It's some crazy fucked up shit, actually. (laughs) I was like, is a PBS show?
0: (laughs) I would not have guessed that. It's very good.
1: You should watch it. You should watch it. (laughs) <laughs> Settle the fuck down. <laughs> Anyway. <That's it. laughs> Call of the Wild. Very, very good. Five pews. The animation in it, the CGI, is, is really good. I'm a sucker for a movie with good CGI. Yes. If it has bad CGI, I'm just like
0: Alright. I might get a little offensive to some of our fans out here, but this is the like key difference between Lord of the Rings and the Hobbit. Lord of the Rings, that CGI was, like, on point, though. The (laughs) Hobbit, I'm like, (laughs) come on. They're walking through the forest, and this, like, ancient path that's been there forever is wiggling under their feet. I'm like, motherfucker, (laughs) come on. Put glue down. Shit. (laughs) Yes, CGI matters. It's important. It is so important.
1: Unless it's one of those movies that it's supposed to be bad. Yeah. Because you tend to like those. I
0: do love those. <laughs> I love them so much. <laughs> Anyways.
1: So your first movie? My
0: first movie was Sonic the Hedgehog.
1: I haven't watched it yet, but I want to.
0: So, first off.
1: How before, weird is Jim Carrey in, in, in this movie?
0: He does perfect. Okay. He does perfect. Oh my gosh, <laughs> he's so amazing. I'm going to wow. go on a rant about how they changed Sonic. He looked creepy as fuck. He was like some half-humanoid shit. It was freaky. He had teeny tiny eyes. Hold on. (laughs) I'm gonna find it. Okay. Left or right. That's what he looked like at first. (laughs) And everybody was like, what the fuck is that? That's not Sonic. (laughs) Right? Oh my gosh. So, because everybody reacted so strongly... They said, all right, we're going to ha- have to postpone the release, but we'll fix them.
1: Yeah. And they That's did. The they made they did. him
0: look like Sonic. <laughs> like, look at that.
1: That looks like Sonic. Yeah, that looks much better. <laughs>
0: that other one is freaky as fuck. Oh, my gosh. Okay. So, my my little rant about Sonic aside, I'm really glad they redid him. He looked so good in the movie. Um, it was a little freaky that his, like... They tried to make him look like a hedgehog.
1: Yeah. So his, like,
0: <laughs> spikes are, like, wiry and shit. Uh, that was a little cringy to me. Because he's always been, like, solid blue colors. You know I mean? Right. Um, Jim Carrey played as Dr. Eggman. And he did fucking fabulous. He, even, like, towards the end of the movie, he has that classic... Original Sonic the Hedgehog, Eggman mustache. Yeah. Oh man, it was good. And the way they left off the movie suggests there might be a sequel.
1: Mm. I hope
0: there is. Oh my goodness, I thought it was fantastic.
1: I'll have to watch it soon.
0: (laughs) There's this funny part. Um, so Sonic has been like basically hiding out in this like little Podunk town, right? And um, I forget how to say his name. James Marsden. Yeah. He plays like a sheriff of the town and he's trying to convince himself that he's not going crazy, but like Sonic keeps fucking with him. Right. (laughs) And like he calls his wife Pretzel Lady because she does (laughs) yoga on the back porch. (laughs) So there's a there's one point when he like meets her and he goes, oh, hi, Pretzel Lady. (laughs) It was pretty funny. I thoroughly enjoyed it. I give it a five out of five pews. Yeah? Yeah. Good for the kids? Uh, definitely good for the kids. In fact, my oldest is trying to get me to re-rent it. <laughs> so I'm pretty sure that's going to have to go on the Christmas list. <laughs> <laughs> What's your second movie, Amy?
1: The Gentleman.
0: How's that one? It was fucking fantastic. I want to see it so, so bad. So
1: my husband loves those... Uh, Fucking, what are those called? The, the Secret Service <laughs> stupid movies,
0: spy movies. No, no espionage. No, I don't... the fucking. Maybe that's not the right word.
1: Uh, the what are they fucking called? I hate them. They... Oh my god. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> he loves them though. What is it? Um... Kingsman. So the gentlemen. It's kind of like The Kingsman, in a way. You've watched those movies, right?
0: I've seen half of the second one, but I did see the first one.
1: But, um, better. <laughs> okay. I, I can't, I, I don't understand what it is about The Kingsman that I don't really like, but my husband really likes The Kingsman movies, and I know that there are people that do really like The Kingsman movies, and if you're one of those people, I'm sorry, but I do don't like the Kingsman movies. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so, The Gentleman is Van-fucking-tastic. It's got Matthew McConaughey. It's got fucking um, Charlie Hunnam, my hubby. Hey. <laughs> um, And it's got Hugh Grant. <laughs> it's got just like... That's a powerhouse cast right there. And, and more, you know, like, uh, I can't I can't really name any more off the top of my head right now, but it it's got a pretty pretty good cast, a pretty star studded cast, and it's just it's hilarious. It's dry. It's um, it's just it's funny. That's all I got. Like my husband and I thoroughly enjoyed it. It was very good. Uh, it was just a bit of a couple of like twists and stuff. It's a fucking Guy Ritchie movie. I fucking <laughs> love Guy Ritchie movies. <laughs> Okay, especially when it's a Guy Ritchie movie with Charlie Hunnam, which is exactly why I fucking loved <laughs> Arthur, King Arthur. Oh my god, that was it. so great, King yeah. Arthur, it's fucking Guy Ritchie and Charlie Hunnam. You really can't get a better fucking thing unless you add Matthew McConaughey. <laughs> Are you fucking kidding me? You mean Moondog? <laughs> <laughs> That movie. <laughs> ah, that movie. <laughs> the Beach Bum. If you haven't watched The Beach Bum, you have to. You might not ever watch it again, but. I
0: haven't ever watched it again. You <laughs>
1: have to watch it. Anyway, so yes, The Gentleman. Very good. Um, five Pews. I really, yeah, both of my movies this week are very good movies. <laughs> so what's your other movie? So my second
0: movie is Bad Boys for Life
1: life we're bad boys (laughs) life
0: bad boys bad boys (gasps) what What you gonna gonna do what What you gonna do when we come for you
1: (laughs) he's like no no we're not doing this
0: (laughs) (laughs) so um bad boys two was great bad boys one was great This one was like an homage to those two. It was like a send-off, and it was the most amazing send-off I could have ever imagined. I loved it. I thought it was amazing. I still... Still to this day, love the energy between Martin Lawrence and Will Smith. I They're fucking love it. They, they are up, the best. Just did the fucking intro right? when they get out of this <laughs> nice ass <laughs> car and he throws the fucking door into a fire hydrant. <laughs> and he's like, hey! <laughs> <laughs> We're not even five minutes into the movie, and I'm like, yep. <laughs> I already love it. When they're, like, on a
1: high speed, but they're, like, driving super fast. And they're, like, it driving down the <laughs> fucking beach. And he's like, it's okay, white people. We cops. We'll arrest ourselves later. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, my gosh. I am not going to talk about the crazy storyline. I did cry a little bit.
1: It was so
0: good. It man. was so good. I definitely give it five out of five pews, which means this is our first time doing that. <laughs> I'm pretty sure we've never had a four,
1: a four uh, five <laughs> star movies. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Pew, 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 pew. Kabam. <laughs> that's our special level that we just acquired. Kabam. Kabam. <laughs> <laughs> um, I had a customer come in the other day. And he tried to tell me that Will Smith is racist.
0: <laughs> I know, That's the only reason. I would have laughed in their face, like, not on purpose. Just like.
1: I just <laughs> stared at him. And I was like, what would make you say that? He's never said anything that I've ever heard racist. And. Apparently there was an award that he had gotten I don't um, I don't know if it was like a a big like an Emmy or what I don't know anyway it was like some years ago and and he said something along the lines of how Hollywood needs to recognize more people of color with all the talent in the Hollywood industry you know because like um, what? was it that chris rock hosted a couple of years ago what was it shit you know what i'm talking about right i do know what you're talking about One of the award shows anyway so chris rock even pointed it out then that you know there was not one single person of color that was nominated
0: yeah that's fucked
1: anyway so so this dude's trying to tell me that will smith saying something along those lines makes him racist and I said, that doesn't make him racist. That's and an
0: observation.
1: I, I mean.
0: If we want to get down to brass tacks, that's exactly it. He made an observation. Whether or not it had a powerful point behind it is besides the observation. You know what I mean?
1: So he goes, no, that that's racist. We we all bleed red. And I said, it has nothing to do with what's on the inside. You know, like it has to do with the fact that. You have to understand all of the struggle, you know, that that people of color have had to go through to endure to get to where they are. Yeah. You have to acknowledge the struggle before there can be any kind of equality. Yeah. That's exactly. not racist. He didn't say anything racist.
0: He did not. <laughs> <laughs> that was a powerhouse statement, Amy. Hell
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like that, that drives me crazy, though, when people are like, all lives matter. I'm like, well, yeah, fuck yes, all lives do matter. But you have to understand that their lives matter.
0: And their lives are the most at risk. That's why it needs all highlighted. All the shit that
1: they have to go through. All the shit that they deal with based off of the color of their skin.
0: And that's not okay. That's not
1: fair. I've never had to deal with any of that stuff.
0: Nobody chooses what they look like when they come into this world. Why should their experience change because of that one simple thing? (laughs) That's fucked. (laughs) Will Smith making an observation like that is not racist. In fact, it says the exact same, but in the opposite direction.
1: Right. And the guy wasn't a complete and total douchebag. I don't think, I think it. Was just kind of uh, him, like, not really understanding that side. Mm-hmm. You know, after I said that, and he was like, okay, yeah, you have a point there. <laughs> you know?
0: <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I'm stepping off my soapbox.
0: <laughs> well, does that make it tea time? Tea time. Clink. Clink. I feel like you just spilled the whole cup, though. <laughs> really. <laughs> Let's be very serious here. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So, uh, do I go first?
1: Yeah, Lexi, what's your first story?
0: So my first story is titled, It Costs 12 Cents to Lose a Best Customer. I'm a delivery driver for an auto parts store that also does a lot of business with DIY folks uh, working on their own cars. We're constantly busy, which is still happening when there's a freaking global pandemic going on. Right. (laughs) <laughs> i'm also a woman this is a constant issue with our customers
1: it, i know right oh my gosh eventually when we get through our timeline of our jobs we'll get to the point to where amy used to change oil for a living anyway
0: <laughs> so that was a very relatable note from <laughs> <laughs> anyway this story happened last weekend well definitely not what i'm reading it yeah.
1: happened it's done. <laughs>
0: this story happened <laughs> as my company is just starting to take precautions. Well, that gives you a real like, timeline <laughs> pinpoint there. So, For... it's about
1: 6 weeks ago. <laughs> yeah. this, is,
0: this is a bit of an aged story, you see. <laughs> as my company is just starting to take precautions, you know, like our bathrooms no longer being available to customers, that sort of thing. Uh, whatever, not important to this story. The cast is Me, my best customer, also known (laughs) as butthead customer, uh, my work husband. We've actually worked together for over three years and are not actually married. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, onward to the tale. It's a calm Sunday morning and it's just myself and my work husband in the store.
1: It's a calm Sunday morning. <laughs> the birds are chirping. The tulips <laughs> are blowing You're lightly in the breeze.
0: <laughs> this, or it's a brand new day. <laughs> the sun is shining. The tank is clean. <gasps> the <gasps> tank is clean. <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness. All right. This is nothing new. Sundays are usually slower, so we don't have to. or So we don't have the next pair of folks coming in until noon. We're doing our thing, updating each other on what the other has been doing the last week, I only work weekends, and what policies have changed. Again, global pandemic. Right. And (laughs) in walks a customer. (laughs) What do they call Best customer. (laughs) All right. And in walks best customer. We greet him as we would anybody else. Welcome to Auto Parts Store. Hey. (laughs) This is important. He was greeted like anybody else by work husband, too. Oh, if you're a regular, the work husband greets you with a hearty, what the fuck are you doing here, dumbass? (laughs) (laughs) Or something similar. (laughs) He works our store nearly 50 hours a week and helps nearly every customer that comes in the store.
1: Probably knows where everything is, too. (laughs) Just saying.
0: Uh, Best customer comes right up to me. And starts talking about how we need spark plugs and wires. No problem. Those are easier to find in the system and pull from the shelf. So I don't need work husband's help. I go grab parts, bring them back to the register, ring best customer up, and his grand total comes to $70.12. He pulls out his wallet and hands me $70 in cash. No coins, no singles, $70 even. Best customer starts to grab the items and goes to step away.
1: Excuse me, sir.
0: Then he says, oh, I've got 12 cents in the car. I'll just take these out and bring you back the change, okay? I look at him like he's nuts and tap on the counter. I said, no, the items stay here until I have the full amount in the register. He says, you're not going to trust me over 12 cents? I say, until the items are paid for, they can't leave the store, sir. I trust nobody. It doesn't fucking matter. It's not even about trust. It's literally how transactions work. You
1: have to pay for it You first. pay first. whether it's 12 cents or not
0: best customer then gets pissy at my answer throws the wires and spark plug boxes at me and on the counter and huffs off yelling and grumbling and of course the notorious line why is this always like the go-to best customer says you just lost one of your best customers (laughs) (laughs) this is fucking ridiculous i spend hundreds of dollars here and i'm never coming here again As he's walking away from Mm -hmm. me and leaves the store. (laughs) I flip him the double birds as the doors close. (laughs) Then turn to look at work husband who's standing at the register next to me. And had been the entire time. Right. So I say, you ever seen him before? Work husband says, no idea who that fuckhead was. (laughs) (laughs) So I say, well, then I'm not going to lose much sleep over losing our best customer over 12 cents. Right. Seriously, dude. You're just going to think I'm going to trust you to come back with change? I don't even know you. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, good stuff. All right. What's your first story?
1: It's called Frustrated Wife. So we had a guy. Oh, this is (laughs) (laughs) pre-pandemic. We have to specify these. (laughs) Um, So we had a guy come in and fill up his fuel. He came inside and realized he had left his card at home. Oh, so this is like back way, way long ago, back when you could pump first fuel later, like pump first pay later. There are some places that still let you do that. Are there? Yeah, mm-hmm. even in 2020, as wild as it is.
0: They're usually like the super podunk country gas stations, you know what I mean? Yeah,
1: yeah, okay. So here it says, <laughs> he, he came inside and realized he had left his card at home a good 30 minutes away. <laughs> i tell him that it's fine as long as he can get back before the end of my shift i won't have to report it as a drive-off he thanks me and leaves his details and and then leaves and all around a decent guy fast forward 20 minutes or so and the store gets a call and i say hello on the other one and is a wife hi my husband was just there and left his card at home i said oh, yeah, that's okay. I said as long as he could get back, and she said, no, it's not convenient for us tonight. Uh-huh. And I said, well, I'm afraid that, and she said, no, you don't understand. It's inconvenient for him to drive all the way back tonight. We have kids, and we have plans with them tonight. Important plans, so he can just pay it off later.
0: Oh, can he? <laughs> <laughs>
1: And I say, well, I'm sorry, but if he cannot return by the end of my shift, I will have to write it up and inform the police. And she says, that is a ridiculous overreaction. I'll just pay over the phone by reading out my card number. And I say, I'm sorry, but we cannot accept payment over the card for legal reasons. It's store policy. And she says, you're making that up. It's inconvenient, and my husband won't be returning tonight. Now let me pay over the phone. And I say... Sorry, but the system won't let me, even if I tried. She says, give me your manager. And I say, I'm the only one tonight, <laughs> but I'm happy to give you the number for head office. And she said, and they can let me pay over the phone? And I said, no, absolutely not. But if you wish to complain, you can explain to them. So she hangs up. About 10 minutes later, I get a call from head office. Hello? head office says hi i'm calling in regards to a call we just got from a customer she claimed you told her that she could pay for (laughs) her husband's gas over the phone you realize this is against company policy and i said no sorry but i absolutely told her that she couldn't pay over the phone she wouldn't listen to me and they said ah i suspected as much she was being difficult (laughs) (laughs) and i said yeah (laughs) And head office says, well, that makes me feel better about what I said. I told her she was lucky you let her husband leave at all. You should have insisted he leave his car there while he got a cab home and back. I also told her that if they weren't back to pay in 40 minutes, the police would be called immediately and they would have a criminal record. (laughs) (laughs) And I said, and how did she take that? And they said, she was suddenly very cooperative. (laughs) 20 minutes later the husband returns and pays for the fuel i tell him thanks and to apologize to the wife for not being able to pay over the phone he looked at me very confused oh i explained what happened and he had no idea he he texted her saying he would be back late as he was going to pick up his card she called us and complained without letting him know <laughs> and he was not pleased and he just shook his head and left apologizing (laughs) the customer said I'm so sorry she does this all the time you don't get paid enough to deal with that (laughs) I'm guessing he doesn't either (laughs) (laughs) that's funny so what is your next story mine
0: is a short one alright it's called Stolen Wires.
1: Stolen Wires?
0: Oh, my general manager asked if I could make our conference room look slicker. Like, maybe install wireless mouse and keyboard. <laughs> slicker. Slicker. I know, all right? Hey, could
1: you maybe slick up the place?
0: <laughs> totally not, not my first word. <laughs> I would not have chose that one. <laughs> but, all right, we'll make it slick in here, buddy. <laughs> we'll
1: slick it up. <laughs>
0: That's kind of gross, honestly. <laughs> uh, so, I'm the IT guy and I say, okay, but it's going to confuse people. And then I install the wireless mouse and keyboard. Of course not. <laughs> that's how you slick it up. Yep, that's you get how rid you slick of some of the cords. <laughs> so, of course, not much longer after this happens, a user comes up and says, help! <laughs> help. I love it when they put a lot of exclamation marks To help the desk ticket. It totally doesn't make me think they are incompetent at all. (laughs) Help! Someone stole the wires to the mouse and keyboard. We had to postpone a call with a client.
1: They stole the mouse.
0: So I say, did you try to use them? And the user says, no. They don't work without wires. (laughs) (laughs) In case you're wondering if this is from, like, 2005, when wireless mice and keyboards were very new, no. This happened In March of 2020. (laughs) Help! (laughs) Help! (laughs) I can't use them! um, Did they use the keyboard to send that email
1: in? (laughs) That would be funny. Um, My husband, one of his jobs, he used to work at like a sandwich shop of sorts. And uh, that was back when Wi-Fi was starting to become a thing, you know, like before it was all like land lines and everything anyway so they had put up in their window that they have free Wi-Fi for guests and he said that he couldn't even tell you how many times old old people came in and asked for their free wiffies <laughs> <laughs> yeah hey, I saw on the menu we got free wiffies
0: <laughs> those some fun new like cream puff
1: <laughs> what's a wiffy I want one <laughs> where's my free wiffy i don't even know what it is but it's mine
0: (laughs) i remember around that same time is when memes started becoming a thing yeah becoming a thing and people called them memes yeah
1: (laughs) (laughs) i was like what's that meme you showed me the other day i'm like what you remember like the og memes it's like the 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 lumberjack looking dude yep (laughs) yep i'm gonna cut you A delicious piece of pizza. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. All right.
0: (laughs) Anyway. I really want to get that card game, What Do You Meme? Yeah. I really want to. I need to add it to my ridiculous collection. (laughs) So what's your second story,
1: Amy? I have never been treated so poorly by customers in my entire life.
0: Oh. I hate when that happens.
1: Right? So, we just reopened today for takeout only. So, obviously, this is during pandemic. (laughs) Um, My bosses installed a literal takeout window in the parking lot, moved the POS and phones next to it, the whole lot. (laughs) Today was our first day of reopening, and it was batshit insane. (laughs) Right? Relatable. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> we're working with a skeleton crew. The two owners are doing all the cooking, and I am one of three servers that was willing to work takeout. Oh my gosh! So there's only two people cooking. Mm. I we... guess
0: I'd have to know how busy they are. For
1: <laughs> well, I mean, we're talking like a like a normal sit down restaurant, mm-hmm. and they only have two people cooking, but it's like takeout only. But still.
0: I'm sure those, yeah, even just like three tickets would be a lot. Yeah. Damn.
1: So, we started out behind. We worked our asses off and just couldn't keep up. The phone was ringing off the hook. People Mm. were banging on the doors and windows. It was like a mob. We got to a point where we were an hour behind on orders, but the phone lines weren't even free enough to call and let people know. Even if they were, I don't know anyone who would have had the time. (laughs) People were understandably upset at the long waits, but there wasn't really anything that we could do. We were all working as hard as we could, moving as fast as possible. Hell, one of the girls even hopped on the line and was working the friars, and we couldn't keep up. The, o- the owners, however, insisted that we keep taking orders, knowing we couldn't possibly keep up. <laughs> of course. The customers <laughs> yelled, called us names. One guy threw a water bottle at the window to get our attention. Jesus Christ. The man who takes the cake, though, threw a roll of coins at me through the window, and it hit me in the face as he was paying for his food.
0: I would have refused. Like, I can't. That would have been that line crossed. Right? You know what I mean?
1: I can't do it anymore. I won't. Things are tough for all of us, but this, this was inhumane. I told my bosses I wasn't coming back until this was over and they completely understood. They might not even be open again for a while because of the insanity of some of these people. We're all human. Let's give each other a break. Oh, this is this is an update. My bosses called me this morning. They've pulled the security camera footage and isolated the video where the customer threw coins at me and managed to get his license plate number. I'm filing a police report. They begged, yeah. yeah, they begged me to come back today, and we implemented a, see- a a system for orders and timing. And while it wasn't flawless, it was exponentially better than yesterday. So I'm gonna tough it out.
0: Hell yeah, That's a good employee. Yeah, for real. Sometimes people just can't they they break when the shit storm hits. You know? Yeah. I remember when I was working at the subway in a gas station. Yeah. We had a three bus like convoy stop in our parking lot and unload like over a hundred people oh shit it was me and one other person oh no (laughs) and we were there doing like we were supposed to close in like an hour and everything we were like you know winding down it was a typical night so it was like maybe we'll have one or two more customers and that was it
1: surprise (laughs) <laughs> holy
0: fuck dude <laughs> i've never worked my ass off that hard at a fast food place before Phew.
1: yeah that stuff gets crazy yeah it does and you know this is all n- like a learning curve for everybody you know like we've never had to I- go through this before exactly this <laughs> is not something that we've ever had to deal with and you know It's like the world is a giant shrug. (laughs) (laughs) And, you know, people just need to fucking like unbunch their panties or something. You know what I mean?
0: (laughs) Y'all need a panties unbunching is what you need.
1: (laughs) Fucking pull them out of your ass. I don't know. (laughs) Get the fuck over yourselves. We're all trying our best.
0: Right. (laughs) Oh, man. Finally, somebody fucking said it.
1: (laughs) I said it. She said it. (laughs)
0: Saint <laughs> it, she was ruthless. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I keep bringing it up because I need to rewatch Pineapple Express.
1: I haven't watched Pineapple Express in a really long time. Same. I used I I remember when it was in theaters. I went and seen it like four times.
0: I didn't get to see it at all.
1: <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, oh, not really. <laughs> but uh,
0: it sucks for you. <laughs> Oh, shit. That's good stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, Amy. We got it's... our
1: top mm-hmm. ball Cities.
0: Yeah, demographics time. So, who we got in first place this week?
1: We got Chicago. Hey! Are they still in first place? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: you going to make me say it, huh?
1: Sure am. <laughs> you gave me Chicago.
0: I did. I just realized that. I walked right into my own trap. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> All right. So in second place, we have Tigered, Oregon. I'm going to look it up and I'm going to laugh because <laughs> like we're, me, like, we're like five fucking episodes deep now.
1: I'm pretty sure it's just Tigered.
0: It's totally <laughs> <laughs> okay,
1: Not Nacho Chocha.
0: Nacho Chocha. We I'm really sorry. butchered the fuck you out of that name.
1: fucking name this place Natchitoches and spell it Nacho Chocha. <laughs> Nacho Chochas. There's an S. There's an S. <laughs> <laughs> Yet, they're still here. There they are, right there. <laughs> yep, sure are. Anyway, third top city is Lexi's favorite, Calgary?
0: Calgary. <laughs> <laughs> Calgary, I can't deny Alberta. I cannot deny my roots, okay? They come out. I don't know where that hard arc comes from, but we
1: eat a lot of corn. We do.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh goodness. All right. And then our last city on the top 4 is Indianapolis, Indiana. Whoop whoop! Hell yeah, guys. Holy smokes.
1: Yeah. All right. Lexi, What's
0: our sign off quote this week? Oh, our sign off quote is actually a quote from us. Oh, is it? It's actually, weirdly (laughs) enough, it's a quote from me, but (laughs) I didn't think about it. You made it into a quote. Did I? But it popped up on my news or my memories today. Oh. I said this. This is weird. (laughs) I feel weird (laughs) quoting myself. Anyone can doubt your magic, but that doesn't mean you're not a magical motherfucker.
1: Yep, that is a Lexi quote. That is.
0: (laughs) I feel really smart for that one. (laughs) Don't get comfortable, you guys. It happens every now and then.
1: Uh, Sometimes we're genius. (laughs) We're like a broken clock. We're right twice a day. (laughs) (laughs) At least. (laughs) (laughs) All right, guys. Talk to you later. Bye. Make sure you go and like our Facebook page, Confessions of Retail, all the T. Also find our group, Fans of Confessions of Retail, all the tea. Don't forget to find us on Twitter. We are at Korat Pod. Yeah, we are. Corat for life, yo. Corat for life, yo. And then you can also check out our Instagram page. Confessions of Retail Podcast. Woo! so this is our stop
0: until next week when the shit show rolls on
1: amy and lexi
0: signing off was a Titan cast episode.